this is not another one of those cast pod thingies, <laughs> is it? Tajan's man, I yeah, know it. Yeah, too, I know it too. I really do. All right, here we go, part two with Drew. That's what we do. Yeah, and his last name's Brew. Whoa. Wow. Drew Boy Music, if you missed out on part one, check it out last week's show. Uh, we go into the Freedom March. We do a bit of jiu-jitsu and music talk. And uh, this week, we're going to talk about... He, he wasn't married at first sight. That's a pretty crazy show on tell. It's like one of the highest rating TV shows ever. So he got to go on that. And um, he talks about his experience on there. And um, we go into that. And then we also talk about his uh, all-good nutrition. So strap your listening boots on. I'd like to thank all the new listeners. This is Taz. We're cool. Let's do this. Let's go, Drew. Let's bloody go, mate. Yeah, and also, you're just talking about weddings and happiness and all that, and um, let's talk about maths. (laughs) (laughs) Married at first sight. Yes, that was a wedding without any happiness. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man, that was was a a wild journey. Um, It's not something... I, I like to think that I've got no regrets in life because it's, you know, I'm a bit of a yes man, I guess, and that's probably what got me into that mess. Yep. Um, meths. <laughs> meths. <laughs> Not, yeah, it's almost as bad as meth. <laughs> probably about the, you know, about as sustainable as meth. <laughs> but yeah, no, I guess I haven't watched TV for about 10 years. I don't watch any mainstream TV, you know, I watch Netflix yep. and a few movies and I'm more of a go do something kind of guy um and then yeah they just they rang up and said hey do you want to come on the show and they sold it really well and i'm like yeah i get the concept you know and a lot of my mates were like don't do it <laughs> probably 50 percent of my mates were like don't do it man like it's it's terrible but these are the like, same mates as that at the bar saying do it do it do it yeah, tell yeah. you a skull fucking vodka. exactly yeah <laughs> so none of you know the friend circle that i've got very very lucky and none of them watch maths yeah uh you know for obvious reasons but you know so when i got asked to do it i was like yeah why not and i thought there's probably a 50 percent chance that i'll regret going on it but i'm like if i don't do it i'll always be wondering what it would have been like and you know could have found the love of your life on there yeah it was just (laughs) for me it was just another a really cool experience yeah and like doing a tv thing was was kind of like a bucket list thing too yeah. i guess and like i'm a very practical i like to think i've got a bit of common sense about me and i thought they probably didn't have my best interest at heart but no. at the same time you know you never know what can happen so <laughs> and i got in there and like two days in and i'm like oh, i shouldn't be on here yeah like this is it goes against everything that i stand for with with my mental health charity and everything that i'm about all my values and you're just stuck there. You can't get out. Yeah. Six weeks. You basically think, like, imagine to the listeners at home, imagine someone that you just really can't stand, someone that really grinds your gears, you know, and then picture being stuck in a room with them for six weeks with cameras on you every day and not getting good sleep, not eating good food, being gaslighted by producers, just pushed and pulled in all different directions and told and- that you've been crazy and, yeah. 
how um how were they following you into the shower and stuff like that with the no so stuff or so basically the structure of it there was no structure as as a part like it wasn't like a work day like you know you start at this time you finish at this time every day would be different but you'd have to wait up about 10 o'clock at night uh the night before you'd get an email so you'd have to wait up until you get this email yeah and the email would say we cameras will be at your room at could be seven in the morning could be 10 o'clock could be if you're really lucky like a couple of days you got a late one could be yeah. two in the afternoon or something and they'll say we're doing a wake up so you have to pretend you can do whatever you want yeah but when they get there you have to jump back in bed and pretend like you're just waking up and act <laughs> like a fucking idiot put your makeup on <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> well the I chicks get you. up and i love you you know the chicks get up and make make sure they're looking good and the, the dudes we can't do anything for us <laughs> we're stuck with what we got <laughs> So, and that, then the day would start and they'd say, you know, you're going to do an activity that needs joggers and, you know, this attire. And that's all you'd know. Yep. Um, and then you'd film from there. And it was never, like, they just thought, they're like, oh, you'll be doing a heap of fun stuff. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, yeah, cool. We're going to go somewhere. Bungee jumping. Yeah, go somewhere <laughs> crazy and do all this fun stuff because I'm really adventurous and yep. outdoorsy. We did nothing fun. Our, our fun activity was paddle boarding and my chick was freaking out and i was like oh jesus <laughs> she took her out and drowned her. nothing against the the avid paddle boarders out there but it's uh you know it's not the most adrenaline pumping thing i've done <laughs> and if an orca comes up underneath you seen those ones oh, where the wish. orcas come up and bite <laughs> the back of their boards and stuff it's yeah <laughs> could have been good to take her out <laughs> so i'm guessing um the person you lined up with wasn't a nice person oh <laughs> uh, I've I've been very careful not to talk badly about anybody, I guess. But I think the nicest way to say it is I think we're at very different stages of growth yep. to each other. Um, just from totally different worlds, yeah. you know. Like I'm very grounded and, you know, like I'm a farm boy at heart. I, play, I love music. I love real stuff. And, and she was very caught up. You know, she'd spent 10 years in Hollywood. Oh. Uh, yeah, she's... So just from different worlds, different interests, and you know that's why we're together. Yeah. And it was just like so blatantly obvious that we're just. Yeah. That's the whole reason. It was just to cause drama and. But then I say opposites attract. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess so. Opposite attractor. <laughs> yeah. Oh mate, yeah, it it didn't happen like that, and it was, but she, you know, on the flip side for her, she she's probably never been around many real people, people. That, yeah. that actually were genuine and actually you know because I I still cared about her as a as yeah, a person not like, hurting you her know, feelings like a, and stuff yeah. yeah exactly like not trying to throw her under the bus and mm. you know because that's that's basically what the whole show is they they tee you up with this person and then they they play you against each other like you know the psychological games they play is ridiculous <laughs> and I'm like dude I'm, I can see what you're doing like this is ridiculous yeah and they basically try and set you up like either you're going to look bad or she's going to look bad and then they use that for to make you say bad stuff about her or to to get your you know get your back up and yeah you know it's pretty bad it's a lot of lot of gaslighting yeah. like it's pretty hectic <laughs> and they really play on people's mental health issues and yeah and bring that to the surface and you know gas people up that are are doing the wrong thing because they know it's going to be great TV. So what happened? You had to actually stay with her for six weeks. You could not leave 
like no, it's yeah. part of the contract sort of thing. In the same room. Yeah. I think um, we had a big fight one night where I was like, I try, I try to leave about four times. They won't let you leave. Yep. Uh, I didn't. Re- this is how naive I was. I didn't realize that the first week I got there, and I'm like, I'm out. This is the worst. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm going. I'm writing leave, and they're like, please don't. You know, they start off being nice and like, please don't. Like, you know, give it another shot. Like, you know, there might yep. be something in it. <laughs> and then fast forward two hours when I'm still saying I'm writing leave, and they're like, we're gonna make Australia hate you if you leave now. Like, bro. And I was like, oh well stuff it you know <laughs> I'm, I'm good my friends are good like i'll be sweet and then they said you know that she likes you and she's not gonna write leave and i was like yeah you're probably right there and they're like well if you write leave and she doesn't you, st- you have to stay here and then she's gonna hate you even more because you tried to bail and i was like shit so they're just they're so good at manipulating yeah yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The psychology side of things. I heard off. I think Harry was telling me on one. I don't know if it was the same show that he was on MasterChef, but they do the same thing where they lock the women. I think it might be on The Bachelorette or someone else I know, but I don't want to bring his name up. And he said um, they'd lock the women away and keep like so they couldn't take their hormones and all that. So they just get out of whack, and so they just go crazy. And Man, then they set them free into the, the Bachelor world and then <laughs> then become these fucking spastics on television and turn them into, yeah, wild, wild women. Mate, it's, it was, like, I, with what I do, like, with kick-on and stuff, and, like, I have a, a massive interest in psychology and, you know, I've, I've never studied officially, but, like, I read a lot of books on, on that stuff and I'm really interested in it. Mm. So to see what they're doing in there and I'm like, you know, they keep you awake. Yeah, they try and feed it. You can't, you can't get drunk, because if you're slurring your words, they can't use it on TV. But everywhere you go, a couple of drinks. Yeah. Um, the food's terrible, so you're not eating like you're eating shit food. You, yeah. you can't work out. You can't go anywhere. You can't talk to your friends. They isolate you, and then they just they're in your ear the whole time, just basically saying whatever they want to try yeah. and get you to do whatever they want you to do. Yeah. And mate, halfway through, I'm like, I started losing it. Like I was like. I was not mentally well and like I'm I'm solid as you mm. know like I, I run a mental health charity yeah um you know I, and I was I was like man I was in a bad space you know and it's just yeah it's it's really sick what they do and it's if people knew what happened behind the scenes I don't think was, that many people would watch it no but then every year man everyone comes out they all say the same thing <laughs> I was treated like shit you know they literally next season out yay yeah, they break you out low. So before the dinner party, they, you all come in at separate times. You might get there at 11 in the morning and they break you into these little tents, man. You're in this huge um, huge warehouse, no air con. <laughs> so it sounded like I'm having a whinge, but it was like hot <laughs> and you're dressed in dinner suits. So yeah. you're just sweating and sweating and sweating for hours. They put you in these little tents so you can't talk to anybody and they've got a milk crate in there. Sometimes you'll have a chair if you're lucky, otherwise you're sitting on the floor. <laughs> You'll have a milk crate, sun's beating in, straight in the side, so it's like a sauna. Milk crate with about three magazines and a little handheld like fan. toy fan <laughs> and maybe a few little little packets of shapes. And you might be in there for three hours before you even go in. You're like zoo animals. <laughs> oh, mate, terrible. Yeah, yeah. And they just, well, they do it because you, you're so uncomfortable. Yeah. And by the time you go in, if someone says something, you're like irritated, yeah. you know. 
And then these these dinner parties, you, sometimes we wouldn't be allowed to leave till four in the morning. Fuck. And like everyone's just wrecked. Yeah. And so if people are just sitting, no, I, I got in trouble the first night talking about jujitsu with one of the other guys, and they're like, they'll come in and they'll be like, no one wants to fucking hear about jujitsu. <laughs> like talk about relationship <laughs> stuff. And I'm like, just trying to get to know somebody, you know. Yeah. And then they'll literally come in and say, no one's leaving until we get some more drama. <laughs> so you guys better start, like you talk to her about this and then they'll leave and like yeah it's wild man everyone's just sitting there rolling their eyes and then yeah. someone goes oh well here we go i'll, I'll do it <laughs> basically just fucking call someone out for nothing like you know it's crazy what a show yeah and some people were into it like yeah. they understood what, yeah. what it was like and that's why they're on there but i was just like so disgusted by the whole thing fucking hell yeah. Jeez. Well, that's a bit of insight for you, everybody. Zero stars, yeah. <laughs> Zero stars. <laughs> Mouths go fuck yourselves. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, it took me a while to get over it. And I'm like, you know, now I can see the positives, but it took me a long time. Like, that yep. was two and a half years ago. Well, also, there's a lesson in that, isn't there? Yeah, heaps. In all of that. How much and, did you, you know, learn off? How much did you grow from that? Yeah. Uh, and I learned some stuff about myself and other people and how the industry works. And made. I did make some good friends, like other yeah. people that were on there. and wasn't for nothing but it was yeah it was tough six, six weeks they wreck i asked someone about the television industry they said well you've done a little bit in the uh, music industry times that by a thousand it's on steroids the yeah. television it's just like just a totally different fucking world again yep. on top in the music Cam industry by the end i wasn't happy with it all i wanted nothing that's why i don't play much anymore I just it just left a bad spot in my heart and i just yeah, it just it just burnt me so much. Yeah. yeah, it took so much out of me. Like I put so much into it for not much to come back. Yeah, and it's got this glossy appeal, you know, mm. and, and it's art. And with that show, man, like there's a few people on there that were 100 percent genuine, and they're just you know felt so bad for them because they're like they've been fed all this stuff, like they've been pumped up. You're gonna meet the the person of your life, and they've they've gone in with open heart and. They just get smashed because yeah, they yeah. get set up with someone that's the opposite, <laughs> you know, and then just get taken on this roller coaster yeah. ride where they just get made to feel crazy and yeah, yeah. Like most of the people they pick for those shows have mental health issues, mm. and they're like, yeah, oh, this this guy's a narcissist. Awesome, let's get him in. Like people all hate this dude. Yeah. Like literally, no one's on there by accident. No. <laughs> I was really. just lucky that I was. I guess my my part in the story was supposed to be a nice guy i guess yep. um but yeah even then it's just yeah yeah even yeah even though you were a nice guy in the story how much how fucking much did you get fucked around for being the nice guy in the story imagine being oh, the man. asshole in the story yeah and that's what they want <laughs> they want the nice guy to turn into an asshole because yeah. they broke him and <laughs> and then australia hates him for you know there's yeah. still people that get you know get death threats and punched in the street and yeah. lose jobs and you know re ruins their whole life yeah and then you know other people go oh well it's his fault for going on a show but there's no way they knew what it was actually no. like you know like i can get this conversation here and change a few words and i can make you sound like the biggest <laughs> asshole in the world i hope so yeah you watch this <laughs> <laughs> stay tuned stay tuned maps has got nothing on me mate <laughs> <laughs> so we'll, we'll move from that on to kick-ons let's talk about the mental health little program you got running yeah i needed kick-ons once i come out of that <laughs> uh so kick-on actually you know jumping back to the legend gus yeah. so gus and i started kick-on probably five years ago and it came from 
I had a really bad breakup when I was working away in the in the gas fields, so working in the FIFO industry, and yep. got about eight weeks out from a wedding, and had the wedding called off, and you know just absolutely hit rock bottom. Didn't know it's probably the first real adversity I've been through in my life. So yep. very, I guess, very lucky to have an amazing life. Still had four grandparents, never lost a mate, you know. Yep. So I'd have this very very lucky life. And then, um, you know, everything had worked out for me and then this wedding gets called off and everything that I'd planned and worked towards and, you know, I had, everything was set, you know, just bought my third or fourth house and, you know, about to start having kids and get married and just, you know, everything was planned. I didn't have a plan B and then it was all just ripped away. So I didn't know what to do. I didn't have, I guess I felt a lot of shame and embarrassment around that as well and I didn't know how to reach out and... I just kept it all to myself. Didn't even tell, I didn't tell any friends or family that the wedding had been called off for like two weeks. Yeah. So I just carried that by myself and just just spiraled to rock bottom really, really quickly. And from there, um, you know, through my own journey back to a stable mental health space, I ended up quitting my job. You know, I was like, stuff this, I'm going to do the only rational thing, quit my job and become a musician. <laughs> Something that I'd always rational thought about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great career choice there. <laughs> Dropped about 100K a year, but, um, you know, so I, I, I went on this journey of, you know, growth and self-discovery and discover what was real and what, you know, I started asking myself what actually makes me happy you know what what kind of a legacy do i want to leave behind when i'm when i'm gone and yep. you know what do i actually want from life so i started volunteering at all these different places because I, I had time on my hands for the first time and you know, i discovered a big gap in the system i guess for something like kick on to come through with just in cans like with a with a cool image something that people could relate to something that's fun yeah and you know a bit more on the the positive side rather than you know you don't have to give people depression because you're trying to talk yeah. about depression. Mm. So that's, yeah, I, I'm like, yep, I want to start a charity. I want to do this. And, you know, Gus was the drummer in my first band and yep. we were best mates. So Gus said, well, I've always wanted to start a clothing label with like a mental health clothing label. And I was like, well, why don't we just join forces and do the same thing? Because yeah. that'd be a great way to fund the, the charity. Mm. So, yeah, cool. So that's where Kick On was born. And, uh, yeah, it's, man fast forward you know to today and we've just had the most amazing year with so much support and people getting involved and you know we had the masters games we were the charity for that uh fnq emergency services ball which was huge um survivor golf have jumped on board like so many people have asked to do fundraisers and and get involved we've just dropped our new school program so Next year, we want to do basically all of the schools in, in Cairns with our school wellbeing program uh, before we take it on to the rest of Queensland. And yep. Yeah. It's been amazing. It's really, really cool. Yeah. And I fully empathise with, with you uh, with the part of the hard part of your life. I, kn- I went through the same sort of battle a few years ago. So it, it going through those battles really is a big deal. And it really, like, it's changed my life. I've actually see things a whole lot differently and um, realised that I wasn't this person that I thought I was. Mm. And that's that was the biggest thing is just like you, I just got so caught up in myself that I fucking, yeah, just missed so many things. And now it's making me realise what type of person I was. Yeah. And um, yeah, I've, I'm trying to work a different way, a different angle and try to make a better person out of myself each day. 
yeah well life goes so quick and you know like days turn into weeks turn into months turn into years and the older you get the quicker it goes mm. and it's not very often we get an opportunity and that's what a breakup is it's such an amazing opportunity to to just stop for a bit and reassess and yeah. go you know who am i mm. like what do i actually want like is was i actually happy and I, I was like really happy with with who i was with and what i was doing but i'm 10 times happier now yeah you know and it's no fault of hers but it, it's just it's been the best thing that ever happened to me mm. and any breakup can be like that yeah if you take the time just to to make some small positive changes yeah. you know reevaluate yeah 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 because we just we never take time to sit down and just stop and have a look around and yeah. go am i happy with where i'm headed or where i'm at now you know like what i actually want reset goals you know yeah. And, and reading, I, I got back into reading. Yeah, that's I hadn't read a, school, a book since I was at school, and I read two books that really changed my life. And one was The Art of Happiness, yep, uh, Howard Cutler, and the other one was Twelve Rules of Life, Jordan Peterson. Yep, and yeah, highly recommend those books. Oh, beautiful. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I went through the same thing, but I actually um, I went and seeked help and seeing psychologists and so and all that sort of so psychiatrists psychologists i get them all mixed up uh, different one's one is <laughs> a doctor the stars. <laughs> one can give you uh prescribed uh medicine i think that's yeah. the only difference <laughs> yeah so i went and probably psychologists yeah and they just they helped but they you just got to find the right one yeah there's, there's you got to go through a few to find one that suits you as well so there's not the third if you get going to one and you think fuck this didn't help go for another go for a look have a look around there's just there's more than one person it's where so many people run into trouble it's it's because it is such a big hurdle for a lot of people to make that step and actually go and see someone and normally you know they we should do it straight away mm. but blokes are the worst yeah and spe you know if you go to a rural area they're even they're worse, worse again they're worse you know, worse <laughs> the worse <laughs> Especially if I'm, you know, where I'm from, you know, it's yeah, the same thing. The, black the, the dog, stigma around it. The black dog all the time out the west. And then they go to a, they go to the first psychotherapist, and they don't click with them, and they go, ah, that's it. Yeah. I tried that. I'm never doing that again. They didn't yeah. fix me. I felt bad or whatever. Yeah. And it, it's, it's not like that. It's like, it's like anything, you know. If you go to a mechanic, your car's fucked, and yeah. you go to a mechanic, and they do a shit job, <laughs> or you didn't get along with the dude, like. You're not just going to stop getting your car serviced. Like, <laughs> you need to find someone else. Or not get it fixed. Yeah. It's still just, broken. Yeah. Stuff it. <laughs> yeah. I'll walk. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's one of those things. And the biggest thing that got me through was was finally talking about what was going on. And that was the hardest part, mm. you know. Once you, once you tell someone, it's like this massive relief, all this yeah. weight off your shoulders. And it doesn't matter what it is, if it's a breakup, if it's someone's passed away, if it's money troubles or whatever, you know, anything you feel upset or shame around. It's like just a problem shared is a problem, a problem mm. halved, you know. Yep. And it's just, yeah, that was the big turning point for me. And then, you know, I worked with these guys and I loved them. They were great, great work crew. And the moment I opened up to them, all of them came back with a, a story of their yeah, own. Yeah. They'd all been through something mm. similar or worse. And I'm going, oh, awesome. Yeah. So straight up, I'm like, now it's okay for me to feel the way I, I do, you know? Yeah. And the, the other thing is I find your, 
when you have a problem, your story's gonna have a different ending to everyone else's. It's 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 not gonna have the same path. Every path is different. Yeah. And just be open to that path and and um, don't expect stuff to happen because your mate said this is what happened when it happened to him. It's like there's so many different paths that they can be taken as long as I found if um, the main one I always told myself is you can only be in control of what you can control. Yeah, so. I find if... Because um, like, I'm very lucky to, to get to deal with people that are going through a hard time. So they'll come and they'll, they'll say, you know, generally it's like, what's going on? Everything's fucked. Mm. that's the first thing it's just a blanket yeah. of, you know a big cloud over you. every aspect my work work relationship you know everything's going down the shitter yeah so alright cool well let's let's write a list and you write a list of everything that's going on and then out of that you separate it into two different lists so subcategories things I have control over things I don't have control over and then you get rid of the things you don't have control over and then you look at the things that you do have control over and then you make another list and you can make it you can make a little plan to fix each one and you can break it down into bite-sized pieces so it's not like everything isn't fucked yeah five things are fucked hmm. and here's five steps for each one that could help them and yep. unfuck that so it becomes much more manageable you yeah. know so that's a really good way of looking at it yeah. yeah and a lot of the times it's like all right so so many things that are out of our control and if you can be okay with that and just be like cool i don't like it but i'm going to do the best that i can and if you're focused on fixing other things you're probably going to forget about that stuff anyway mm. you know you're being productive and then you're feeling good because you're getting something done and yeah. you know you're actually moving forward that's beautiful mm. and there's so many lessons yeah like, <laughs> everyone says you know there's there's a lesson in that learn the lesson but when if you really understand that and really take that on board and i only really understood it about four years ago and like looking for a lesson in in everything that doesn't go right immediately turns it into a positive yeah because that's the point in your life where you learn mm. that thing you know and you became you grow yeah you're a different person your Same body your dna changes man <laughs> you know it's like a jujitsu comp yeah. They're the things that point out what you need to learn. Yeah. Because you go into a comp and you get armbarred three times, guess what you got to work on when you come back? Yeah. <laughs> go back to training. <laughs> yeah. Win or learn, man. Like, that's yeah. the best thing, you know? <laughs> uh, well, mate, we're sitting on about an hour and a half here, but I might split this up into two little episodes. So, yeah, we could do part, part one, one, part, part two. two. Yeah. <laughs> Tune in next week <laughs> for part three. <laughs> mate, we could keep going on for bloody ever. Mm. <laughs> No, it's been an absolute pleasure, man. Thanks yeah. for having me. Where about you um, playing tonight? Tonight? I'm actually doing a Christmas party tonight. So, yep. yeah, corporate gig. Oh, yep. Where are we? I think we're at the Chambers, just with a trio. Yep. Yeah. John Butler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Drew Boy Trio. <laughs> no, the Christmas parties usually get pretty loose because it's yep. like company shouts. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and the, worst, the funniest thing is... Anyone out there, if you're about to go to a Christmas party, um, it's probably the highest opportunity you will lose your job. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. Watch, watch your mouth, um, you know, don't and screw the crew is another good... <laughs> and your consumption. Yeah, you don't want to hook up with someone from work and then have to rock up the next week and be like, oop. Yeah, Especially if the boss's misses. Well, they call it, don't, don't uh, shit in your own nest. Don't shit in your own nest, yeah. <laughs> My grandfather had this saying, uh, you've got to work forward, and shit backwards. <laughs> that way you're not working in your own shit. shit. <laughs> I've got no idea what that means, but it's probably a good way to end the, end the podcast. <laughs> I like that one. 
<laughs> so if anyone wants to check you out online, uh, Drew Drew Boy Music, is it? Drew Boy Music on, I think, Instagram and Facebook, yeah. Yep. Otherwise, there's a website, yep. um, drewboy.com.au. Yep. And then there's Kick-Ons. Careful, uh, kick on. careful if you Google me, some weird <laughs> stuff comes up. Uh, but yeah, Kick On, the mental health charity, yep. kickon.com.au. Yep. Uh, we've got merch for sale. That's how we fund our stuff. We've still got to talk about something else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Might... <laughs> Man, right. I, I really want to come down to Innisfail. And... <laughs> I'm sitting here and um, my muscles aren't as big as they should be. What should I take to get my muscles big? Do you know any brands? <laughs> <laughs> steroids. Steroids. <laughs> They're still allowed in our jits comp. I've, I've always been <laughs> they, too afraid they don't, of They don't test for them, do they? They don't test for I anything. don't think so. No. I'm petrified of needles, so oh. it's never been an option for me, unfortunately. <laughs> no but, jabber, no jab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anti-jabber. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all good nutrition. Um, check it out. Yep. Mind and body supplements. So uh, we can go. We can still keep going. We're not no rush to go. So yeah, yeah. Is anyone you, you guys still awake out there? No, we're doing. This is part two. This will oh, only be about forty <laughs> minutes in. Yeah, nice, nice. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we're mind body supplements. It just fits in perfectly with with kick on and what we do there. Uh, we do proteins. We do. We've actually invented a few products now. So yep. first to market, which is pretty cool. MCT hemp oil, uh, mushroom. Uh, hemp, mushroom and hemp oil as well and yeah it's it's going really well we're in 60 stockers we just went into asn as well and um we might even be able to hook hook your listeners up with a 20 percent discount yep um so we'll figure out a, yeah. a nice code for you this well by the time you listen to this we might have this sorted It'll probably be in two weeks or so is yep. that enough time yeah yep. easy so yeah so we'll, yeah we'll start there but but by the time they listen to this it'll be the second week so it'll be a month oh, away it's the inception we're going deep now <laughs> podcast within a podcast <laughs> it's a cast pod mate oh, a cast pod. <laughs> castception <laughs> but yeah no it's 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 been great another great journey my, my business partner sam is an absolute wizard like he's he's so into his nutrition and i've learned so much by coming on board and it's been a really cool journey. We've had a lot of setbacks, um, being a you know a startup business, and it's it's just amazing to see us getting a really good roll on now. And yep. you know we donate fifty percent profits to mental health charities. It's good for your mental health. It's yeah, it's there's nothing out there like it, and it's yep. it's really cool. So, oh beautiful! I can't wait to try some. The cookies and cream. Yeah. We've got a cookies and cream cheesecake flavor, <laughs> and it's all vegan. Uh, uh, well, that suits me then. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's great, and I'm not vegan myself, yeah, but it's it's kinder on the body. Um, and mate, this this protein is the best protein you'll ever taste. Yep. And I'm not saying that because it's ours, <laughs> but it is. <laughs> but it is. And what are you winking? Prove for? me wrong. Nah. It's got little pieces of Oreo in it. It's yeah. ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to try that. So, you, do you, what other? Um, do you have any like uh, pre-workout stuff? We don't. No. no. I've never really used it. I used that Jack 3D when it came out, <laughs> and I think it turned me off. I nearly killed my mate. <laughs> so we were heading to the – this is on Thursday Island. Yeah. We were heading to the one gym on TI, and I thought it would be funny. I got this stuff in, and we'd used it like once or twice, and we knew how hectic it was. This is before they took <laughs> yeah, all the whatever substance. Yeah, all out of it. Oh, mate. I, I'm pretty sure it was just, just crack cocaine or something. <laughs> Anyway, so we're heading to the gym and I thought it'd be funny to stitch him up. My mate Jamie, sorry Jamie if you're listening. And I give him about four scoops of this stuff and I was on I was taking half a scoop because it was that bad. 
And we get about 15 minutes into the workout and he's like, man, I don't know what's going on. I just feel real crooked. I'm like, you all right, man? And he's, I look over and his face is what? red and he's just sweating. And he's like, I don't know what's happened to me, man. Like, I'm just, I've never felt this way in my life. My heart's going through my chest. He went out the front and had a big spew and I'm just, I had to come clean. I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. <laughs> I give you four scoops. And he's like, What? He just went home. He just rode his bike home and I didn't see him for about three days. He, he went around the island five times before he got he home? He got home quick. He got home fast. He's got the island record. <laughs> I had the same. Yes, there was one called Napalm. Yeah, And true. it had pseudoephedrine in it. Yeah. And, so, <laughs> and I took it at a gig because we used to have to drive to towns. We'll do the gig and drive home. So I, I said, oh, I'm driving home, so I'll, um, I'll take the Napalm. <laughs> To keep me awake. Wild, eh? I couldn't sleep. I got home and I'm sitting there. It's eight o'clock in the morning and I'm still tapping myself <laughs> on the couch. I couldn't go to sleep. <laughs> I don't like like guys used to do it bef- before going out. You know, they'd have a yeah. scoop before they went out and stuff. And I'm like, I'm no good with like stimulants. If I have anything after lunchtime, like I can't sleep. Like even a coffee. Yeah. So I've got to be very careful, like same as you, before a gig. <laughs> if I'm feeling tired, I'm like, oh, it's such a risk. Because <laughs> if I have, you know, if I have like a coffee or, or whatever and then end up playing the gig, I just can't sleep after. Yeah. So I'm the same. It's like... Well, I used to take some before jujitsu, and it makes you jiu-jitsu, you can, it can open you up if you take the right one. You get mm. the mind opening one instead of the body buzz. Yeah. And then... Everything. Then you're laying in bed. Your whole body's like, let's go to sleep, and your mind, your eyes are just like, okay, tomorrow we're gonna. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's just solving the world's problems or asking stupid questions. And your body's just like, please. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst, isn't it? When you're so, and then you're overtired, and then you yeah. get frustrated. And that's like we work with nootropics and adaptogens, which yep. is. It's it's not it's not a stimulant like that, but it is is for cognition and, and memory and focus. Yeah. Without the uh, you know. The buzz. Without the <laughs> not not sleeping for two days. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bloody these bastard in his plane keeps Beautiful. flying over. Yeah. He's, oh, we'll have to explain where we are. He's right? been on the napalm. This guy. <laughs> We're on the Esplanade in Cairns. That's my mate Jamie riding past. <laughs> <laughs> he's still going. <laughs> Just broke the sound barrier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're on our Esplanade in Cairns and um, at a unit and there's kids in the pool and stuff. That's why there's a lot of noise in the background. We can't actually tell them to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> we can, but we want to come back. <laughs> yeah. So what was the name of the brand again? Let's let's get it out there. All Good Nutrition. All Good Nutrition. It's all good. Baby, it's, baby. Yeah. Oh, you, have to, you made a song for it yet? Biggie Smalls did. Did he? So we'll just steal his, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Juicy. Oh, he, he can't get you. Yeah, no, he's, <laughs> he's gone. He's not worried about copyright anymore. <laughs> I bet his managers are, though. Oh, I bet she's fitting there. What's that, Death or Records or whatever yeah. they are? <laughs> Sugar. Yeah. Sugar Night. Sugar High. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so all good nutrition. So check them out. And yeah. um, this podcast is actually brought to you by All Good Nutrition. Try the cookies and tre- cream. <laughs> The Oreo good baby baby. <laughs> the Oreo flavor. Yeah. yeah, get on. No, well, happy to. We'll give uh, your listeners a twenty percent discount. Look at that, to everyone. Check it out. Yeah, what get it, in there. What are we going to say? Say, type in Taz Yarns. Yeah, go Taz Taz twenty or Taz Yarns or whatever you want. Yeah, just say Taz Yarns. Taz season. Yarns. Yeah. Done. Done. Taz done. Yarns. Everyone. I'll put it on my list before I forget. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> like you'll get calls. Hey, I tried that bloody discount code. Nothing. Nothing. Thanks a lot. Well, it's not all good. Yeah, this is not good nutrition. 
Oh, we can get ourselves in a lot of trouble doing. Oh, one of my mates said the this. other day, "What is it? Awkward nu- nutrition?" I was like, "No, but that's a great idea." <laughs> Talk to Sam about changing that. Awkward. You left to um, think of a um, what do you call it? A, a little jingle for it. <laughs> yeah, probably should. Hey, you're the jingle man. You should go get your jingle bells out. Well, uh, I'll put that on the list as well. Be good incentive to get the guitar back out and yeah. get the notepad out and start writing again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All right, mate. It's time to say goodbye. I've already said goodbye to you, so see ya. <laughs> see you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Thanks for nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, like I said, check out Drew Boy on um, Drew Boy Music on, on Insta and, and Facey and www.drewboymusic.com.au. That's it. That's the one. Yep. Kick on, charity. All good nutrition. This man's got his fingers in a lot of pies. I've got to walk out with my bum. I've got to walk out with my bum through the wall. Yeah. If anyone's selling uh, selling holidays for twenty percent off, let me know. <laughs> I'll swap you some supplements. We got to um, we got to get all our holidays in before the seventeenth of December. By the yeah, sounds true. of it. Very true. Yeah. Thanks for having me on, man. Too Amazing. Easy. Everyone out there, make sure you look after your mental health. Party hard, party safe. Be nice to each other, and yeah, take it easy. And also. Your partner Sam is an awesome musician as well. So if you get to, what's her name of her band? Carway Over. Carway Over. Yeah, K A W E Y O V something. Yep. <laughs> so check them out and listen to a, a girl with big pipes. It's funny. I've, I must be very drawn to Sam's. My business partner's name Sam. <laughs> my girlfriend Sam. My ex, she was Sammy. <laughs> Got a thing for Sam. My middle name Sam. No. Oh, there we go. <laughs> I know how to play Enter the Sand. Hello. <laughs> no, 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 no. We gotta cut this off now. All right, see you, everybody. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Jeez. Uh, Thanks again, Drew, for popping by. Uh, it means a lot for me for people to uh, go out of the way and and jump on this podcast. Um, also, check out Drew's All Good Nutrition, as we just spoke about. You get twenty percent off all products. It's active from last week, but I'll say from today, use the code TAZYARNS. All one word, all capitals, just go for it. TAZYARNS, like the name of the podcast. You'll get 20% off. You can get muscly as fuck. All right. It's also brought to you by Fishkins. You haven't checked them out lately. They're having a few big major sales. I don't know if they're still on now, but jump in there. Get your family some awesome fishing shirts, and let's go fishing. Fishing, 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 fishing skins, boy. Fish skins. Let's drop around, boy. Yes, go fish skins. We'll go for a swim. Yeah. See you next week. Thanks a lot again, guys.